Hi, I'm Georgia Love, and you're listening to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skipped three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. That and losing money. Let your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor. Bachelor. Hello! Welcome to Bachelor of Hearts, where we talk about. Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this week <laughs> and the next couple of weeks, but not always. It's true. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to introduce this podcast of these previous two episodes because I owe you an apology, Xavier. So I wanted to be oh. the first to talk. I owe you. Wait, wait a minute. Who are you? Tell everyone. Oh, I'm Kelly Dawn Helmerick and I'm here with my pals. Xavier R.N. and Max Quinn. Hello. Hello. I'm just a girl standing in front of a Xavier R.N. <laughs> telling him to forgive me. Wow. Because I hate Jared again. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I was right. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Okay, so that's a that's a 180 degree like again heel yeah. turn. <laughs> mm. um, so I've done the 360. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you've made it back to where I've you were before. I've made it right back to where and I was next before. Up, Xbox One. What makes you say that you've changed your mind about Jared? I think that he is a grown-ass man who doesn't know how to talk or interact with women, mm. and it's inexcusable. It's a big problem. It's a big problem. I agree with you. Max, checking in with you. How do you feel all the way down there in <laughs> Sydney? Maybe the environment's different. Maybe he seems like a friendlier person compared to the, the mean bastards <laughs> of the steel city. Oh, that's not it. Uh, so, what is Sydney? Uh, right. So the steel, the steel city. Is that what you were going <laughs> the for? The windy apple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I don't think Jared is a mean bastard. I just think he's a dumbass. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't know how to talk to women. Yeah. But I can't forgive him for that because he's grown. Fine. Yeah, he is he's a grown. grown man. I mm. just think he's never had those interactions or like no. can't have those interactions. And this whole second episode is predicated on a huge amount of dramatic irony involving Jared and his not mm. wanting to be a second choice uh, mm. when he just has just made Kira his second choice and it's so good and he has no idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like he has no clue. Like. And the Jared reclamation train, like, choo-choo, all steam ahead through four episodes. And then it just, like, we have stopped at the station and it has come off the tracks and the wheels are off the horse, you know? Mm. The wheels are off the horse, Max, I agree. Mm. I do think we're forgetting, though, like, maybe he's not particularly good at speaking to women, but he is fluent in the language of grapes, which is <laughs> something we shouldn't overlook. Like, that's where most of his interactions have been and that sort of thing. Same so. here. What does a grape sound like? What is it? Is this a joke? Or no, is it I just am curious. Oh, okay, like a grape doing what? I don't know. Talking, just, being like, smushed. When, someone said, when you said fluent in the language mm-hmm. of grape, all, <laughs> I, all I heard in my head was like, do you know when you suck in a grape and you go... <laughs> <laughs> like a little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that? Well, He's I mean, it's mostly... <laughs> yeah, it's... 
It's actually it's a lot of sign sort of communication <laughs> and stuff. So like more action based. I mean, it depends on the type of grape. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And there's all sorts of different <laughs> <laughs> accents. <laughs> <laughs> In a glass of wine, I don't know. <laughs> We are, like, there are a lot of wooden notes that Jared is hitting, but I also yeah. can't help but feel that in an entire vineyard of beautiful and delicate flavours, he is a glass of frosé. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the goon sack. He truly is. Yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of liquids, very wet week on Bachelor. <laughs> what? It was. There was lots of rain. Oh my! <laughs> they had to God. cross the stream. Everyone's crying. I was thinking about this the whole time. There's umbrellas. A out wet like, week. It was a wet week oh God. compared to the last one. I'm just saying. Do you know what I was thinking about the whole entire time of these two episodes? Something else. <laughs> Something, Something else. more important. <laughs> that I the the same like quote kept replaying over in my head that Jared's here to find. Well, like, Jared's come to paradise to wear sunscreen and fall in love, and he's, <laughs> and he's all <laughs> out of sunscreen. <laughs> like, yeah, he brought like a little travel size tube, <laughs> it ran out on day one. <laughs> um, do we want to talk about. Um, oh, this is just following up on something. Um, Megan made a post on her Instagram about who she can and can't give her rose to. Oh, yeah, this is good. I saw <sighs> Rose maths. Yeah, yeah, which is. Um, like it, we didn't really see it come up this this much this episode as we previously addressed. She's like openly bisexual on mm-hmm. the show, and so we were curious about whether or not she can give her rose to a woman, what that will throw off in terms of the structure of the show, yada yada. She addressed it, uh, you know, in in a in an Instagram post. Um, can I give my rose to anyone since I'm openly into guys and girls? It's a long post. You should track it down on your own. But basically, she says yes, she can give it to anyone, and and she's really grateful for the opportunity she's been given to like, you know, explore that fully and that sort of thing so at least she believes that like that's a safe comfortable environment for her whether or not it will lead to a bunch of horrific reality tv drama but what but but (laughs) b-u-t-t b-u-t no just a b-u-t what happens say she gets in a couple like she she's with a girl Mm -hmm. and it's the boys Mm. week to give roses Mm -hmm. so Essentially, both of them need to get a rose in order to continue the relationship. You're and right. that's what's keeping me awake every that's night. That's a bummer. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm stressed mm. out about. So here's what I'm thinking now. Maybe they're like not talking about that because it's like under wraps. It's one of the more interesting things that happens on the season, quote mm. unquote. You know, like yeah. mm. they're saving that drama. They're bottling it so that they'll have some rating success in a week or two. I like this idea because we've had lots of inclusions of brand new drama points this week, and perhaps it is as uh, from a production set standpoint wise to save your uh, your aces in the hole because we know that there are a couple. Um, old mate, mm. the magician Apollo. You remember him? Yeah, yeah. where the is posters. he? Nowhere, nowhere to be seen in paradise yet. Yeah, so we know yeah. we've got that, and we've, there's also been this like salacious dangling of. Uh, Megan the bisexual like on yeah, the television yeah. and it's a little bit gross but it's also like from a production standpoint you understand that they're like cool here's the Americans and now the next arc of yeah, the show will yeah. be Megan's thing and then we'll bring in Apollo and everyone will lose their shit I'm so excited for Apollo. Yeah, me too. He's Where's a magician. Him? Imagine being stuck on an island, not being able to do anything, and then all of a sudden, finally, someone has a fucking talent. Is he your, um, like, if you could go to a desert island and only bring one type of stage performer? <laughs> a magician? A magician? Is that it? I reckon, if he's well, got a rig a, like that. Yeah. 
what else would come like become useful on a desert island? Mm. Oh, uh, someone who makes sets and stuff like that, because then they could probably cobble together like a raft or something, yeah. right? Yeah, that'd be oh, good. A pretend raft. I mean, Grant tried to uh, cobble together a date tonight. Oh my god, his makeshift date was so funny. It was very funny, wasn't it? Okay, so I have something to say here. I don't know how we arrived at this outcome, but we have kind of arrived at the right outcome in terms of who is left in paradise. Yeah. I mean, we sent home some real bad guys this time. That's absolutely true. Let's recap them right now. Blake is gone. Mac is gone. Awful Canadian Daniel is gone. And we got there in a convoluted and messy as hell kind of way. But I am stoked with Paradise as it stands right now. Like, we have strong narrators, inbuilt tension, exciting storylines yet to play out. And all in all, like, I don't know. Like, you know how. And. And Jared. And Eden. Eden hasn't been sent home, How and we like him. Eden. And Tara, uh, too. And Tara. E- Eden and Eden. Tara should get together. Right? Where's that couple? Yeah, that Screw needs to happen you, later. Yeah. Sam's... Mm. Look, Sam was not fine in his uh, original season of The Bachelorette, and that gives me a great deal of pause about him. Mm. However, like, we are in uh, an era now where Sam has become a poet and a voice of reason. Like, <laughs> He's the, been uh, shockingly fine. Yes, particularly so. And it maybe is just uh, casting a light on the fact that everyone else has been so bad. But, like, it's just, like, it's all kind of reminding me of, like, I don't know if this happens to you, but when you are, if, say, you're writing something, you're writing music, and then accidentally, like, you land on a chord that you didn't mean to play but ends up serving the purpose of the song. Mm. Mm. That. That's how we've somehow ended up with the cast that we have. I'll tell you something interesting. Aiden has gone up 1,000 followers since yesterday. No wow. way. Wow. I've been stalking a few people to try and gauge like... Mm, you've been researching. I've been researching uh, Instagram to find out potentially if anyone's still sort of together. Yeah. Um, and I was looking at... So, I mean, my reasoning was that if they're following the person that they've been coupled with on the island still... Yeah. Then maybe they're still together. Could Eden be. does follow Nina. Yeah. So I've read that they're all still good friends, weirdly. Like they've come out of it and just been like, well, this was a crazy experience. I don't know. But I found an interesting one. Oh, okay. I can't. Hmm. It's not that interesting because I can't remember. But one. Maybe it was Jared. Maybe Kira wasn't following Jared or something strange. Oh. Interesting. I'll have to get back to you with my research. I feel like Kira and Jared was one of the like couples that I was hearing rumors about before mm. it was on the air. And I was like, that had never happened. And then watching it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But now hearing that maybe it's not uh, permanent. I mean, you know, who could What say? is permanent in this world? What is love, baby? Baby, don't hurt me. All right. Well, should we, should we do the thing? Let's yeah. do the thing. I'm in. Do we, I mean, do we want to talk about Weiss? I think you should get it off your chest. Okay. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I still love him. I'm still going red. Um, but speaking of red, that's what he fucking left me on. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, it's it's really... Uh, I'm not going to say I'm disappointed because like, obviously there's all the time in the world. Anytime Weiss wants to get back to us, that's totally fine. But yeah, he, he said he'd follow up with an email. I haven't heard anything yet, so I'm throwing him under the bus. Okay, I've got hot goss. Oh, hit me. Okay. <laughs> so, 
Jared on Instagram uh-huh. is following Kira. Mm-hmm. Kira not following Jared. Ooh. But Jared is not following Sophie Monk. What? Not following Sophie Monk. What? Well, who's he making a point to there? He must yeah. be in a relationship with someone. He's like, I've gotten over Sophie. If you see the repeats on TV, it was all just for the cameras. He is following <laughs> Kira and Georgia Love. What the fuck? What? Check for Sam for us. Okay, this is so important. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nah. What does it all mean? Uh, sleuths out there, <laughs> junior mystery solvers in the Bachelor of Hearts podcast audience, Nancy writing Drews. with your clues. Yes. Yeah. Hardy boys and girls. Blues Clues. Uh, uh, Stevens. Yep. Was the that Stevens his name? and the one who replaced him? Steve, I think. Steve. Steve. Steven. Well, we're not on first name. Yeah, we're not on first. Yeah, yeah. We're like, I'm not good enough friends to call him just Steve. You know, I wouldn't want to um, mm. disrespect him with a nickname. Sherlock's Poirots and <laughs> Miss Marple's <laughs> among you. Kira's <laughs> <laughs> following Drake. <laughs> okay, maybe, they're, maybe they ended maybe up together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what if Drake dropped into paradise? What if Drake was one of us? Well, look, maybe... Just a slob. All right, let's get a recap. Did Drake not drop into paradise? What do you mean? Oh, well, because of Daniel, the Canadian? Yeah, as the official delegate oh, from Canada, right. he's responsible <laughs> for everything that happens there. You're absolutely right. Shall we begin our recap? Yes, please. Of Bachelor in Paradise. There we go. Season Australia shit. <laughs> of. <laughs> of. <laughs> I can't do it. You can do it, I believe in you. Bachelor in Paradise, Australia, Season 1, Episode 5. That was great. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot get through it without laughing. You got what very close. You said Bachelor in Paradise, where the roses don't matter and every... What is that? <laughs> where the love is made up <laughs> and the roses don't matter. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's um, what I was looking for. Wow. I mean, like, that's shockingly true. <laughs> <laughs> that really works. Um, all right. Osher Ginsberg, starting strong. Beautiful man. <laughs> he has a little monologue at the top of the episode where he reveals that this week is the American invasion, wherein, quote, some of the most memorable men from the US version of Bachelor in Paradise are storming the beaches to meet some beautiful Australian women. There's some weird Anzac kind of shit going on here. I don't understand the language here at all. Because it's not, it's not like, yeah, you're right. It's Anzac related, which isn't specifically like America focused in any real way. In any way. But, uh. Yeah, it's odd. Now is, I guess, a decent chance to talk about how we feel about American people being on the Australian Bachelor. Wait, how is it related to Anzac? Storming the beaches, I think. Oh, it's okay. It's like in a poem. Right. Don't grill me on it. No, I was confused. Listeners, a- put away your hashtags. <laughs> 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 I know we just encouraged all of our inquisitive minds in the audience. No, but I get it. I yeah, get it. I yeah. missed that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, it, it is strange. I think we touched on it at the end of the last episode, just talking about how the fact that they're from overseas means that these relationships are all super fake. Like, mm-hmm. it seems really unlikely that any of this is really going to be, like, lasting, right? Correct. I mean, but there's drama in that, I guess. Well, yeah, I think they are just there for a bit of entertainment. 
um, as well. It should. The thing is, it should be tickling me more. Like, as somebody who has wasted so much of my time watching every country's version <laughs> of this show and all the weird crossovers and stuff like that, I should be so delighted that we have American people on Australian Bachelor in Paradise. But really, I'm just like, well, you picked some shitty ones, and yeah, I don't care about them. That's the thing. Like, uh, what? Let's just like, do you want to introduce the listeners to these people in case they are not familiar with Grant and Daniel and Jared? Yeah, sure. Um, it's actually American Jared. American Jared, sorry. That's his name, yeah, because it's <laughs> spelled differently. Um, American Lamelda. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the <laughs> <laughs> Lamelda is a great band. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Lemuria, another great band. <laughs> I get it mixed up all the time. I forgot what we were talking about. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> so let's talk about how do we know Jared and how do we know everybody? Well, the first person to join the group is Grant. He's a 29-year-old firefighter, a.k.a. model. He's not a firefighter. <laughs> um, he's from L.A. He was on JoJo's season of The Bachelorette in 2016 and subsequently in season three of U.S. Bachelor in Paradise, in which he entered a very serious relationship um, with Lace and uh, they it culminated in matching tattoos and a wedding proposal on TV. Very, very full-on. But the couple split up in November of 2016. So all of this stuff happened within like six months, I think. <laughs> Definitely all in the one year. Yeah. Which is, what a whirlwind. Um, and Grant says he trusts the process. He loves everything about it. So he's ready to try again. What does he trust? I don't know. What reason is <laughs> he been given? Went to shit, trust. Grant. Yeah, he got a tattoo and proposed to someone on national TV. And, and then it split up. Out. Yeah. Months later. But I trust that. Is bad. He trusts and he the wasn't paycheck. Even the no. Paycheck. I think maybe he's like trusting the brand. Right. So he's like, I want to be mm. on at this as a show of goodwill in case they want to bring me back on American show or something with a bit higher reach. Or They're all have all three of them been on a few of the Bachelor like shows. So they have, they've all been on Paradise. They've all been on Paradise, well which means own... they've all previously been on regular Bachelor, yeah. I, I swear that one of them had been on Paradise twice already. Yep. Uh two yep, of them. That's I right. think. Yeah. What the yeah. hell? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. We're mm. scraping the bottom of the barrel. This isn't about love anymore. I'm devastated. <laughs> <laughs> up until up until this very week. I just <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> Kelly's having a lie down. I'm <laughs> lying down. I want to believe that they're actually like someone's actually going to fall in love. I don't know. Somebody might. I'm a sucker. Not one Look, of these guys. Grant, at the very least, is someone who we know is very coupley, and I think that if mm. he has found a couple, as he may have uh, in the second episode, then we might be in to to see him for quite some time. Maybe there'll be if a second proposal at the he end of this series again. because we know that there is one incoming, and it would not surprise me if it was from Grant. If that happens, I quit. We only know there's one proposal. There might be like ten. Oh, imagine! <laughs> what if they just a all mass line up? Proposal. <laughs> <laughs> we all want to marry each other. Oh. Mac comes back. He proposes <laughs> to Ali. <laughs> Mac comes back. He proposes to Sophie Monk. <laughs> just thought I'd. I figure she'd be watching. Um, just Is that your Mac voice? It's my most of them voice. <laughs> I want to talk about Canadian Daniel because he is best known to the listener for probably um, impersonating or comparing himself to Mussolini 
on JoJo's season of The Bachelor. I forgot what? about that. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. he has a lot of interesting little vox pops and stuff. He yeah. is an absolute nightmare. So mm. uh, he said to another man uh, whose name was Chad and who was also an absolute nightmare on JoJo's yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like you're Hitler and I'm Mussolini. <sighs> Because mm, they were friends. Because they were best friends. Just like friends. Hitler and Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why the Bachelor franchise keeps getting this guy on, right? Yeah. yeah. What does he do for a living? Uh, he's 32 years old. He's a personal trainer from Vancouver, Canada. Okay. Mm. Um, so, obviously, he's very fit. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he was on JoJo's season of Bachelorette. He got extremely drunk and stripped down to his underwear on night one. Uh, he made a pretty a- a gross... Yeah, he made a pretty gross exit in week four where he was talking about how, like, uh, he was still hotter than everyone else there. And that so there's sort of... a bit of a theme. Yeah, he's got a vibe. Yeah. He makes a lot of really yucky comments about women. Um, he did that on two separate seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. Why do they keep bringing him on? Well, I think they're f- feeding him and he's feeding them. Um, he... Uh, what was he? I, I read an interview that he did earlier today, actually, with um, Alex Bruce Smith from Pedestrian TV, where he basically admitted that ninety percent of the stuff he says on TV is for entertainment only, and he's playing up being the villain to get more airtime. So he's an asset to them because he can do the story beats that they want a villain to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, he's just in it to get a lot of followers you know and that kind of thing, right? Xavier, do you know who that makes me disappointed in the most? Who's that? Osha. Yeah. Because Osha's been on Twitter writing about, you know, how you can't talk to women like that, mm. like that they're being disrespectful and, you know, like, mm. you know, criticizing what Daniel says, but is on a TV show that is wanting him to say those things and supporting mm. him to say those things, knowing that he's going to come on the island and say and do those things, but putting him on anyway. Yeah. Wait, well, is yeah, Osha a I mean, producer? No. No, but he's a part of the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't be, you know, you can't kind of take that higher ground of, like, saying that these things are not okay to say. I mean, uh, unless they're trying to teach men. This is, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's been questioned about this before on the internet, um, Mm. where people have been like, how can you be on a show like this and you know, give the commentary that you give when Mm. this is what is happening on the show. And he's like, well, look, for me, I see it as a position of trying to be able to educate and use the position that I'm in to increase knowledge and awareness and et cetera. I completely agree with you in that uh, you can't be a conduit to uh, these kind of attitudes and uh, that kind of gross behavior. Um, But at least this is, uh, I'm paraphrasing his words on Twitter when he's been asked this specific question yeah Mm. i understand that for other things but like this guy came on and he made them he made the women feel so uncomfortable i Mm. don't give a shit how mad he made the guys i don't give a shit like anything else like breaking alliances going against the boys club you know like stirring things up again getting himself naked but like nina was unphysically uncomfortable yeah and then Lorena mm. even made a speech about how uncomfortable he yeah. made. And they only spoke for like 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So it's like, what else did he do what to didn't come we on see? the island? Yeah, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Like, that's what that's what makes me angry. Mm. 100%. Yeah. It is weird, Kelly, though, that um, you are taking a stand against the boys club. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting take I'm trying you. something out fresh. It's a new angle. <laughs> mm. I thought maybe I'd try 
anti. <laughs> I was once okay. pro. <laughs> right. See how it goes for you. What are you, Xavier? A lot of boys out there. When I call anti? Well, I you'd love going with the club, but you'd be uh, pro boy, <laughs> boys club. I you? mean, we've got a woman in our podcast. Uh, <laughs> fixed. <laughs> yeah, Solved. exactly. I think like the thing that bothered me with the Daniel thing more is that I could see that he is just you know trying to shake things up again, uh, mm. shake things up a bit, and like be that drama because. Mm. It makes you famous. Yeah. And but he doesn't give a shit. Like, he just came a million miles from home to, like, fuck with everyone. What was just as worse was that the the other men were, like, took ownership over the women, like, straight that away. That was so gross, they were too. just as bad. Yeah. It was just, like, a whole lot of bad happened. Yep. Yucky. Mm-hmm. A wet week. Oh, it was wet. <laughs> <laughs> Moist oh, another guy. <laughs> it was another guy. His name's Jared. I forget. <laughs> he said some stuff. He's incredibly forgettable. Sorry, I went on a bit yeah. of a... No, no. I mean, we'll get to the Jared thing, I guess. If he <laughs> did, he do anything? No. I mean, he took Megan on a date that wasn't very good. That's right. Snooze. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do the recap. Um, so we just met Grant. Um, that's like the top of the episode. Allie calls him Grant. Grant. Wow. <laughs> is she from South Australia? She is. She is. There it is. I'm a worldly man. I've been, <laughs> I've been everywhere. Um, so Osher hands Grant Grant. Should I now? I have to pick a side, right? Well, Osher, no, you don't, because Leah flip flops in the episode. In like one scene, she's calling him Grant on the kayaks ah. with Michael, and then she's calling him Grant um, back in the cabana. So pick and choose. Take what you want. The cabana. Well, I'm going to call him Grant. <laughs> Great. Because I ain't Grant going to pick a side. <laughs> um, so Grant... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> actually cannot. Grant gets to work quickly, gathering the boys to find out who everyone's got their eyes on. Luke says, they're all taken. Every one of them's taken. <laughs> I mean, it's bad, but it's also kind of funny. I'm it's just funny, him being like, yeah. everyone fuck off. Um, Grant then approaches the women, introduces himself, and starts taking them one by one for one-on-one chats. Uh, since it's the women's choice this week, the men are all scared that Grant is going to break up their perfect relationships with the, <laughs> the other women. Perfect. Um, so as Grant pulls Lisa away, then Megan, Lorena, and Tara, it's all underscored with these thunderous Jumanji drums. Um, anyway, Leah is the first one to take the initiative to grab Grant herself, and so they have the world's quickest chat before Grant asks her on the date. Um, meanwhile, Mac invites Allie for a swim in the middle of the rain, uh, wet episode <laughs> in order to get to know her better. Uh, and they exchange a few compliments about each other's appearance. Although Allie tells Mac that she's not interested in kissing a bunch of people on the island. She's looking for that one person instead. Kind of fair enough. And also really seems to go with that, like bachelorette with thinking maybe she's going to be a bachelorette. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, with Ali seemingly tied up with Mac, Jared has turned his attention back to Kira, who is aware that she is his second choice. And is ready to punish him for that. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and She's I'm like, here come for it. and talk to <laughs> me. <laughs> yep. Um, but we, we actually cut to Grant and Leah's date at that point. Uh, it's raining sideways as they approach this luxury resort. Um, there's no establishing shot of what sh- what they're actually doing. I love that you specified which direction the rain was going. Well, it wasn't actually. It's an expression. Oh. Yeah. It's <laughs> raining a lot. I have to talk about uh, the rain so raining much. raining sideways? <laughs> That's not an expression. Have you not heard that? No. It what does that mean? It's raining a lot. Or raining windy, so it's going... <laughs> 
Don't you come into my house. Do you know about this, Max? Never in my life. Okay. Are you kidding Thank me? you. Oh my god, on my very own podcast. <laughs> if you're listening like, in and Xavier, you've never was, heard, you might as well just use an expression that everyone knows. Like it was raining cats and socks. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. I like that. Um, there, there's no establishing shot of what they're actually doing on the date, but Leah immediately takes off Grant's shirt to admire his tattoos. Uh, let's talk about his questionable tattoos. He's got one of his lucky number thirteen. What? Rude. Who's and it turns out Leah's lucky number is also thirteen. What? You guys have heard about this number, right? It's a Family Guy reference. Wait, is it? Wait, thirteen a tattoo? No, 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 no. I'm gonna go right back, raining sideways. (laughs) Is that really? I like that's all that's coming out. Oh my god! Wait, is it a meme? Is it one of these memes I've seen? Yeah, a meme. All it's either it's like. A family guy say it a lot, or the, yeah. What well, we've tainted the podcast with <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. We need to move on. <sighs> Just deleting the whole. Maybe episode. that's wrong, but that's the first. That's the only I thing we came you. up when Tr- I. Googled. I trust Google more than anyone. <laughs> more than anyone I know, the big G. Speaking of Grant, uh, go- uh, the big G. Uh, that's what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> Leah, strips down to a bikini, and they continue checking each other out. What it a weird line weird. to jump back into. No, that was a weird moment. Mm. Leah's real giggly. She says it in the moment she has a schoolgirl crush before we finally cut to them snorkeling. Because previously up until now, they've literally just been like standing in close up. You can't tell what's around them and they're just taking clothes off each other. Weird. <laughs> Odd. Uh, yes. Uh, we watch them hold hands as they snorkel for probably about five seconds. The dates really don't fucking matter on this show though. Mm-mm. The date, the dates don't matter. The, r- and the, the, the point the is made up. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Where the roses are fake and the dates don't mm, matter. That's really good. Mm. We should make t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to later that night. They're on dry land, uh, sharing a bottle of champagne at a batchy couch on the water. Leah asks Grant if he's just there for fun or what would he do if something really serious came up? Which is like, finally, we're asking this question 15 minutes into the episode. That's all we're thinking about. Grant answers by saying if he was just in it for fun, he wouldn't have come all this way. And that feels very untrue to me. That feels like like the opposite. Work. Right? That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. The fact that he came all this way is a great indicator of the fact that he's not taking this seriously or thinking about like the realistic realism. (laughs) <laughs> Reality of We it. got it um, the, Yeah The long distance relationships Guys They're tough You should uh, try having a Bloody long distance podcast Dishons <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a roll tonight Anyway They've clearly got They've clearly They <laughs> <laughs> <I> quit <laughs> Again <laughs> Anyway They've clearly got plenty of chemistry And Grant leans in to kiss Leah he tells her, this is actually the best date I've ever been on. Um, and, I mean, yeah, it's certainly a fair bit steamier for Leah than, like, lying in a hammock with Mac with headphones on. Unless they were listening to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. <laughs> That's steamy. That is pretty steamy. That was some real steam. That's steam coming out my ears. That's some, like, Thomas the Tank Engine levels of steam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, back at the main group, Ali is still the center of attention. Michael takes Ali to what he calls, quote, the little champagne and cheese area uh, for a bit of alone time. 
um, whilst Mac talks through his feelings for Ali with Nina. Uh, and this builds to a small confrontation where Mac sort of calls out Michael for having a long chat with Ali. Anyway, it doesn't matter because they're interrupted by a new arrival and it's our favorite guy. We already talked about him. Daniel. I don't know what else to say about Daniel other than that he is the clear worst. We should like continue the recap knowing mm. in the full knowledge, knowing in the full knowledge, knowing in the full in knowledge, the full in the full knowledge. knowledge, in the fullest knowledge that you can know. Yeah. That he is the and fucking knowing worst. That as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. being really aware that you know that. Yeah, true. Yeah. And, you have and just spreading that awareness where possible as well to other people so that they can know it. Mm-mm-mm. In the full knowledge. <laughs> no. Ledge. But, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. He fucking he announces in his in the moment that he's here to make paradise great again. I think that tells you about everything you that need to know. That was it. We yeah. knew it was going to be bad from that moment. Um, Daniel, eh, maybe the one funny thing he says, he tells Jared he's had quite a lot of sun. Um, he's like, mate, I'm on an island, you idiot. <laughs> my Mac voice and my Jared voice are the same. Um he starts throwing out a lot of incendiary comments like, quote, I'm the godfather of paradise. I'm taking your women. I'm going to take it all. And yeah, I mean, it's very yucky. I guarantee he's just saying it. So, you know, people like us will say that we think it's yucky. Uh, but he's got a date card. So he makes his way around the group, making these vaguely flirty and sort of somewhat threatening comments to all the women, uh, including calling Kira a bad girl. Um, <laughs> Uh, and Jared is like, oh, I might be in a bit of trouble. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Daniel? Yeah. I wish I never learned his name. Mm. Well, we could forget it. Doesn't The Godfather end in tragedy? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen A Godfather, Max? <laughs> And I'm not talking about the pizza. <laughs> oh no, my godfather is um his name is Bill. He's a voice actor. Um, and oh he, really? Yeah, he used really? to be on um. Do you ever watch those Sultana brand ads where there was the family? Um, Stop! I watch them every day. I know. Yeah, he was my dad. <laughs> That's my, my favorite thing. My godfather Bill was the dad in the Sultana brand ads. He Maybe. was Sultana Dad! <laughs> he was Sultana Dad! Holy shit! I know. Where I know. is he now? Uh, he lives in Maroubra. Wow. I know. Yeah, his next door neighbor is Bernie, who works with me at the ABC, and Bernie um, works in Master Control. (laughs) (laughs) You lost me a little on that one. Your first name drop was way better. (laughs) (laughs) He was also on uh, All Saints, and he did the voice for McDonald's for a little while, but we forgive him because he was the dad in the Sultana brand ads. He was the voice of McDonald's? Yeah, like, if you buy a McChicken and McFries, then you'll get a Monopoly for free. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Did you get free Sultana bread? No, because he's only my godfather and we're not related by blood. I know. As much as I, as soon as I moved to Sydney, I tried to cut open my hand and smush it against, like, cut then his hand and smush our hands together (laughs) so that we we would be related by blood, or at Mm. least by some kind of disease. Um, You could marry into the... Well, now Asian? I can, but not back mm. in the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. T- t- it's changing. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, you can marry your godfather and then hook us up. Yeah. And I would be like Sultana the queen. Brand. Do you know what else I yeah. found out this week? The queen 
Prince Arthur, Philip, whoever she's married to. That's Prince not Arthur, the queen? Philip. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the queen is married to her third cousin. Well, yeah, that's yeah, the that's kind of how they do it. Yeah, that's wild. That Did you? She's yeah. so cheeky. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she is so cheeky. She's cheeky. one of the cheekiest women ever. Like, look at any picture of the queen. I fucking dare you. Have you seen her phone case? No. <laughs> What's the queen's it's, phone case? Oh my god! Yes. What kind of phone is you the queen rocking? Is she got like a Motorola? She's got razor? an iPhone, Sick. and you need to get take one guess each as to what the queen's phone case is. Like, is there a design on it? Like a what am I? Is it like keep calm and queen on? <laughs> <laughs> keep calm and rule on. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna um, say that it's like a Doctor Who theme. No. Mm, Great British Bake Off. No. Are we getting close? Uh, no. Is it Bachelor in Paradise? Are no. we back on topic? No, we're not back on topic. <laughs> uh, it is two corgis kissing with a love heart in the middle. Oh, <laughs> of course it is. Of course. And it's so like cheeky. designed explicitly for her. I don't know that. Has it got crown jewels around the outline? I don't know. Oh, that's, all I that's know. funny. I feel like she's taken like a mirror selfie with people mm. and that's how I know. She has? Yeah. Wow. It's With 2018. Whom? I know she's mm. allowed to. She can do whatever she wants. She can Call do whatever the fuck she wants. She can marry whichever fashioned. cousin she wants for 73 exactly. years. <laughs> I mean, I think As so can anyone, right? How many cousins am I allowed? Oh, no, it's not number of. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to marry a number of your cousins and they're up for it, probably that's fine. Yeah. All right, sick. Well, we got to cut the episode <laughs> short. <laughs> I got some phone calls to make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Cut to Jake and Megan, who are alone on the beach. Megan says in In the Moment that they have a fair bit of physical chemistry and she's finding it hard to keep her hands off him. This is intercut with footage of them making out. Um, However, she says it's more like lust than love and she's not feeling very much on a deeper level with Jake at this point. Good. Get rid of him. Um, Look, maybe this is what they mean by everyone has a Jake Ellis story and that they think that he's hot. And that he can get by, like, skate by in his life on being hot on the Gold Coast. Um, but maybe there isn't much there to uh, to form a deeper connection with. I feel like none of these Jake Ellis stories are very long. Yeah. It feels like they mm. take place over about a 48-hour period. And mm. then people get their wits about them and mm. they move along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. I know you're a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> Sup? Jealous? Jake Ellis. Jealous. Whoa! What? Yeah, yeah. I thought uh, of that this week and rules. was like, I'm going to drop that on the podcast and then I forgot yeah. about it until now. <laughs> well, <laughs> have it you was got any others? Timing. Yeah. Leah, what's her last name? Well, I shouldn't have started talking. <laughs> 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 I always think that about you. Yeah. <laughs> you Thanks, shouldn't have Kelly. started talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, Leah and Grant return from their date. Uh, and then Grant and Daniel reunite, having been on Paradise together before. And so the whole group is together now, and there's no interaction that goes unnoticed. So Eden gets a little bit distressed when Daniel takes Nina away for for a chat. Uh, and Grant tells us in in the moment that Daniel actually takes pleasure in making people uncomfortable, mm. uh, which is going to be fun for the next couple of episodes. Um, we watch as Daniel offers to take Nina on a date, which she accepts. I just Don't want someone to say no to a date. Yeah. Well, it I looks know. Like I feel like there must happen. be some sort of contractual obligation where they have to go on the date. 
Something like that, yeah. Because it feels like Eden and Nina are pretty stable, although um, she does say like he's not putting in as much effort as I would like or something earlier in the episode. Mm. And there's I more stuff know. that comes to light next episode that makes that even more more questionable. But we'll get there when mm. we get there. I've blended both the episodes together. Mm. Really? What have you come out with? Is it tasty? <laughs> like a hummus? A really bitter taste. A, in lumpy... my, a really wet taste. In my... <laughs> <laughs> it must be very thin, yeah. So we cut to this date, and Kelly, you're right. It is still raining like crazy. <laughs> Sideways? Who could say what direction? <laughs> um, and they hike towards some hot springs uh, where they realize um, before they get there, they're, they're going to have to cross this muddy stream on foot. Mm-hmm. Um, it very closely resembles the River of Chocolate from the Willy Wonka factory. <laughs> <laughs> and funnily enough, they, I mean, like, yeah, Daniel, who's very fit, he offers to carry Nina across on his back. Um, but they're interrupted by a local who basically tells them the water is deeper than they think and they're not going to be able to go any further because they're going to end up like Augustus Gloop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, getting sucked into a big like suction thing and then getting stuck in there because of your body weight? That's not what's going to happen. No. What's going to happen? Well, they just have to go somewhere nothing, else. Nothing, yeah. nothing happens. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ali and Mac have a conversation together on a batchy couch. Mac wishes Michael was not in the picture at all. And Ali says, I really like you, but I'm also looking for a spark with you. I'm just feeling sparkles. I forget the exact quote. Oh, the sparkles. Yeah. She was trying to let him down easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think in her in the moment, she's like, well, it's like there are these brief like flashes of like a potential or goodness or whatever, but it's I'm just not feeling it overall. I can't find a picture of the Queen's iPhone, and I feel like maybe I dreamt it. I went for a look for it, too. <laughs> I think I tried. Yeah. And I, I it was too corgi to make it out. What the fuck? I messaged <laughs> and she's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so Allie cries in Mac's arms and then later in her in the moment. Um, but she knows she's made the right decision. Uh, and later she is she appears wearing some pretty wild earrings with a handful of pom-poms hanging off of them. They look like a craft like You sound project. like... Every time Jared was describing Sophie's outfit, she's got <laughs> an earring with a moon on it, and, <laughs> and it's the b- color blue, and I love blue as well. I didn't notice any pom poms. Well, I only point I only point them out because I noticed Michael is not wearing any <laughs> earrings, so I'm just you know just creating some Sorry. contrast. Um, they're chatting on a different batchy couch together, where Ali reveals that she doesn't really have that spark with Michael either. So Ali has basically just dropped both Mac and Michael within one commercial break <laughs> segment. This you know? is ambitious and it's great. I like it. I think it's cool because I'm not particularly attached to either of those guys or either of those relationships. So. I found it. I found the photo. It's real. <laughs> what? I'm so sorry. <laughs> what? Show me. <laughs> wow. Confirm that it's real. All right. I need you to send it to me. Kelly, please. there's nothing on the screen. No, Your don't. Your phone's not even switched on. <laughs> <laughs> got four percent but i'm gonna send it to you max well someone has to think of a meme and put this on uh as the image for this one right it's she's good. showing the podcast <laughs> to her friends that's how this goes that was funny last time that was good i love memes yeah. love memes oh Could, wow what's your favorite <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite meme of the week could you describe oh, it in detail <laughs> i don't think i've seen any memes since the last time we recorded it's like xavier i tagged you in two memes today Oh, wait, hang on, let me... 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. They were pretty good. There's one of Quentin Tre- Trembath shouting. That was a good yes. meme. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's the other one that I really like, which is um, the new meme, where it is a boy blowing his trombone at a squirrel. Oh, I saw that one. Did you like that one? I did like I Well, I mean... I like it, but it's too easy to, de- to describe it on a podcast. No, but I just don't like that it's a dead squirrel. Is it dead? Uh, I just think it's asleep. That's what your parents it's very optimistic you when they don't you. want to teach oh. you about death yet. Mm, right. <laughs> yeah, I just thought he'd gone to a farm <laughs> with his friends and run around in the open grass. <laughs> oh, it's too sad. What's the best meme? Hmm... Numa Numa, it's back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that the the meme of the moment is that uh, what is it? American. If you can't handle me, my. No, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. Mm. I'm last week. Where's the two men shouting at each other? Oh yeah, that's a good one. The rest. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the American muscle car thing. American chopper. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. American. I think it's American chopper, and Max, I'm doing the, one of the poses from the meme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, this has been Meme of the Moment, brought to you by Kodak. <laughs> <laughs> we need a theme song. Kodak aren't replying to our emails. I don't know if they even have email, honestly. <laughs> That's a pretty good way of sharing photos. Someone should tell them about it. <laughs> <laughs> they've actually um, they've just entered a partnership with Cardi B. Um, the, the partnership um, is called Kodak Yellow. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um... So as we know, Daniel and Nina's hot springs date was washed out due to wet weather, just saying. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, they have to make do with a trip to a luxurious five-star resort where they have free access to a hot tub lined with candles and chilled champagne. That's a Poor shame. Do they have Wi-Fi? Things. I think they probably have Wi-Fi. Because um, I would I just think at What's that point, she would probably just Google him, right? Yeah, that's what that's what I'd be thinking about doing. I guess. Yeah, we don't know how how much access to technology they have because we saw uh, Leah and Mac listening to something on iPod headphones last week, but I don't know if they've got phones. Mm, you're right. Because then I feel like Blake would just be ostracized from the group immediately, right? <laughs> oh, uh, Daniel calls attention to his shirtless pecs. As he's been known to do on Bachelor shows in the past, he says, I'm a bad boy, I'm naughty, before making... I mean, this is bad. And then he makes a big show of ogling Nina's chest as well. And she seems really uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Um, and, like, I guess they seem to be connecting on some kind of level. She's, like... So disappointed in Nina. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. She se- she seems to still kind of feel something there. I get there might be some like physical attractiveness sort of chemistry or whatever, mm. but it's just a yuck. It's not a, it's a good it's not a good look. Uh it's it's certainly he, not First like, of all, he almost killed you by bringing you across that. You know not to cross running water that's like higher than your knees. Have Isn't you not seen Pocahontas dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> like Anyway. Have you not seen Willy Wonka in the Jungle Factory? <laughs> it's just, that, that would have been it. That would have been it for me. Yeah. Because mm. he just wants to do a big me. muscle man thing and show off. That's it. Yeah. You get one one chance. Mm. You only get one, one shot. shot. <laughs> one opportunity. Like, don't let it slip. Yeah. His knees weren't weak, though. And his palms didn't look that sweaty. And I didn't see any vomit on his sweater already. 
He was wearing a sweater. No, he was wearing a fucking singlet the whole time, just like all the other scuzzbags <laughs> on the <this> show. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, dear. Dear, dear, well, back, dear. <laughs> back to the group. Davey's lost it. <laughs> We're going off. That's what I do here. Back to the group. We see Lorena break it to Blake that she's looking for a me- more meaningful connection than Blake is giving her, and she reveals that she won't be giving him a rose. Blake, in his In the Moment, says, quote, I'm a very loving person who likes to communicate his affection False. physically. And hit False. men. Oh, yeah, I guess that's why he was he was demonstrating his affection physically mm. when he like beat that guy unconscious. That's in all it was, right? Mm, great. Mm. Blake, you're bad. Get off to. I mean, he he already left, but he's yeah. off now. Mm. Meanwhile, Grant enters the group with another date card. This one is addressed to Sam, and it says, "Your date starts in ten minutes, so choose wisely." So, Sammy, who's he been hanging out with? It's none other than our favorite, the goddess. <laughs> What do we do? We don't have a good nickname for her. It's Tara. She's good. She is good. I'm really excited Tarzo? that uh, Tara Tarzi? gets to go on a date and experience something nice. Um, yeah. It's like, questionable that she gets to experience it with Sam, but he at least seems to be showing off some kind of redemptive properties on, on this season so far. He has yet to use the word cans, which at the very least is mm. a strong start. It's a really big step forward. He's learned. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and, and he and he and Tara have got this sort of friendly, somewhat convenient relationship. They've had it since, like, the second week, I guess. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I guess we see where it goes. Sam and Tara arrive at a pop-up bar with two local musicians performing for them. Um, so they've left their accommodation, which has a dedicated bartender, who actually seems pretty cool, if you ask me. Although, left me on red. We'll talk about it. Um <laughs> But they go to this bar where, quote, you must pick the drink that best describes your date's personality and then make it for them. So that's a step down, if you ask me. I think I've just got something to say about that. That we... <laughs> so you're looking at me like... I'm scared. Go off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the finale, we each need to make a cocktail for each other. Oh, that describes that, our... Yes, I love this idea. Our personality. I like that. I don't have to drink the one that you make based on me, though, right? Yeah, it's I don't gonna know be how yuck. to make a cocktail, like, more wet, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Milky, I Just, guess. Oh, milky for Max, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Straight up. Um, mm. So, yeah, they have names like Fresh, Fun and Fruity, or An Acquired Taste... Normal cocktail names. Mm. Um, they have some. They have some pretty cute banter. I'll admit. Um, Tara says Sam is an acquired taste because he looked like a dickhead on TV. But, I loved that. But now she knows she's uh, that he's not. Mm. Tara, she just kills it. Like put her in front of a camera, she's gonna mm. come alight, come alive. <laughs> you said you've. Yeah. I've said come too many you, times. You have. <laughs> That's the issue. I didn't want to say it a third time, but then you went ahead and did it for me. So thanks for that. (laughs) Mm, The wet thing was too much already. I've added all this cum talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Zavi. Sam tries to impress Tara by putting extra alcohol in her cocktail. But when she takes a sip, she pulls a face in her in the moment. She says it was kind of like drinking petrol. Sam then takes a moment to... Uh, he kind of snaps into it. He kind of goes like, I want to be serious for a second. 
and he is like what what he says is not invaluable but it's uh it was interesting um he he wants to let her know that he's serious about the relationship and uh tara gets flustered and starts blushing and then he asks her to slow dance with him and she sort of laughs it off saying that getting romantic doesn't come too naturally to her which i think i remember hearing her say on the bachelor the bachelor as well yeah. Yeah. that's correct yeah um, but finally, they do share a kiss, and it's accompanied by this. <laughs> Was that you? <laughs> Very good. Um, it's accompanied by this extremely regal orchestral swell, um, and yeah, you know, th- it seems like they've made the jump from friends to something more, or at least that's what they want us to think. What do you guys reckon? Do you think that the music? Is like implying that it's going to be a really like long-winded romantic story. Maybe yes, I, I kind of felt that they like made it really magical. Yeah, it felt like a big like mm-hmm. you know when you big win, moment. It was a big moment. You know when you win Mario Kart and they throw <laughs> the trophy up into the sky and it's huge and it's sparkly and all your favorite mushroom friends are mm-hmm. all gathering around saying ah yay. It was like that. Because in reality, like, she just got pissed as a fart. Yeah. He made a bad drink. <laughs> yeah. She kind of offended him a little bit. Uh-huh. And then they decided that They're they like, should try should making make out. out. Mm. But then this helps. the, like, editing, I guess, yeah. made me love it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The sound orchestration was incredible there. And you don't recognize that maybe what is happening is that Princess Peach is making out with Toad. <laughs> Such a good analog. Um, although Toad's pretty cute in his own. <laughs> Toad's a cutie. <laughs> All right. I thought Toad was cute, but then that thing about that not being a hat, that being his head. Oh, a little frightening. A little oh, frightening. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I don't I know if that's set in stone. I feel like they could double back on that without too many people being upset, but. Um, it's there forever. They made that choice. There was a press release from yeah. Nintendo saying, I know what you're thinking, and no, it's not his head. It's a weird hat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought it was the other thing. Me that too. They said it was his head. Oh, my mistake. Yeah. That's not a hat. That's his actual head. <laughs> the whole thing's frightening. <laughs> <laughs> Bowser is the only good-looking one among them. I mean... <laughs> Waluigi. <laughs> this is my kind of content. Can we cancel the Bachelor stuff and just talk about Nintendo characters we'd like to fuck? Uh, what if I... Oh <laughs> what if we were... Okay. There's so much to unpack. Kelly's really upset with me. <laughs> I just... <laughs> it's been a big day. I quit. <laughs> anyway, we should take it with a grain of salt and move on. <laughs> Well, as the men consider their chances in the upcoming rose ceremony, Jared has this choice quote about Daniel. He says, He's a shiny bright light with an android brain, and it's actually really annoyed me because he's a wanker. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone that's a sentence that's been said out loud for the first time on this show, guaranteed. Uh, No one's ever said that before. (laughs) No one has ever formed that like collection of thoughts Mm -hmm. together. Um, Jared also calls out Mac for giving Ali a rose, calling him a dickhead and saying, you dogged us all. To which Mac says, what's your fucking problem? This is bad. This, Mm. I mean, like there haven't, for better or worse in paradise, there haven't been that many moments of like outright just male aggression, like just 
dudes standing up to each other. This mm. is why I've I've flipped turned up on Jared. Yeah. And not in a good way. Mm. In a bad way. Because last turned. week he <laughs> flipped turned your life right upside down. Yeah. Uh, Would you like to take a minute and sit right here and just explain how he became the <laughs> prince of a town called Bad Jared or something? He's very angry and mm. it's very scary and he's very aggressive and he's aggressive in all his approaches to people like he's aggressive you know when it comes to fighting or like arguments but he's also aggressive in his friendship and his love and it's mm. terrifying yeah it's a bit much it's too much too much was my general sort of view on him beforehand like he displays some good attributes but then also goes very over the top uh, and yeah, when he cares about something, he cares about it too much and it seems scary. Max, are you there? I didn't want to jump in and ruin your great thought about Jared. You said it better than I could say it. So why don't you continue saying all the, th- the things that you say? Okay. I, well, thank you. Um, that, well, that's actually the end of that. But that, it, it, it. <laughs> <laughs> You can't write this stuff, folks. <laughs> I just don't know how to talk. Um, how's everyone else doing? <laughs> Do you, really, you really lost me at the Mario Which part? <laughs> Mario character you'd like to fuck. Yeah. Because all I'm thinking about, which one? <laughs> which one's for you? I don't know. There's got to be like one. Is it Bowser. DK? Bowser? No. Oh, oh, actually. Hadn't considered DK? No. He's passionate. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's Bowser. I think it's Bowser. Yeah, right. Because no, he fights for you or like what's the... I don't know. He's spiky. spiky. <laughs> he's got like the closest thing to like a mohawk like pug. He's punk of. rock. Yeah. yeah. And he's a teddy bear. Yeah. He just wants to be looked after. Yeah. Mm. I'd fuck Birdo. Birdo. Yeah. Birdo's an interesting choice. It's a villain from Super Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> yeah. Isn't, isn't, am I, uh, I feel like I'm in hot water for saying this, but I feel like there's a chance that Birdo may be canonically trans. Is that possible? I don't know. I feel like I've heard that. Mm. Very, very, like, Nintendo was doing that in like the eight, I think it was like a translation error in like the instruction manual or something. Birdo and Yoshi are referred to as, as boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. Um, so, I mean, who knows? Who can who can say uh, canonically which is which? Um, but yeah, she was in Super Mario Brothers too. Oh, you know which is which? Yoshi's green. Oh, actually, there's all colors of Yoshi's. Oh, there's all kinds Each of colors. Each one more of beautiful Yoshi's, and beautiful fuckable fool. than the last. <laughs> it's your choice, Yoshi. Uh, Even with the egg situation, well, yeah, I'm a little yeah, confused the big about. Snout. I don't... Kirby. <laughs> is, this, is Kirby... Oh, or? Kirby's a great choice. Yeah. Uh, oh, it would be, be like... Could yeah, be anything. This is so yuck. Okay. Well, <laughs> but I'm glad <laughs> we're getting to the bottom of it. This is the Bachelor of Hearts <laughs> podcast sponsored by Nintendo. <laughs> sponsored by Nintendo up late. <laughs> I bet this is why Weiss left you on Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't tell him all of this stuff. Only some of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's I need jump to wee. The... I will be right back. Okay. Um, oh, we'll like... just sit in this for a minute. <laughs> okay, yeah. You just, you just do it. Don't I'll leave me alone <laughs> with him. Love you, bye. How long do you reckon he's been back for? Just sitting quietly. <laughs> um, if I fucked Shy Guy, 
It'd okay. be like fucking in a mirror. <laughs> um, Which one, if you were to be... Hiya. Oh, Max, good. I've got a really important question for you. Yeah, Max. Oh, great. Okay, okay. So we touched on the which Nintendo character you'd want to fuck, but which one would you then marry and then which one would you kill? Oh, this is really good. I would kill Fox. What? Wow, he has a gun. He's my main, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd kill him. And then I would... Uh, you could try. <laughs> he's very fast and I don't... I think he's up to something. <laughs> Wow, okay. I just think All he's right. sneaky. That was quick. Um, yeah, you you had that on the brain. <laughs> yeah, I like I actually went to the bathroom and thought about the mm. fuck marry kill situations um that mm-hmm. would happen with Nintendo. So it's very fortunate that you came through with this. And then uh in terms of marriage, like I think that my easiest life oh but like my most happy life as well, like that's the not even the marriage of convenience, which I want to talk about later as it pertains to Kira, uh, um Sam and Tara. I would most want to marry... I think that I would marry Luigi. Interesting choice. Okay, so I said that I would fuck Bowser. He's Mm. a bit punk rock. He's Mm -hmm. pretty hot. Um, But I don't see any sort of long-term sort of commitment. He breathes fire. He's pretty hot. Yeah. Uh, I'd kill Mario. I think just because I'm so attracted to Bowser. It's going to complicate Yeah, no. So let's just get him out of the way. And then Mm. I think I... I don't. I think I want to marry. Maybe it'll be like a polyamory sort of thing. I mm. want to marry Peach definitely for the mo- ma- like for the money. Oh yeah, that's princess. good. I like mm. that. Yep. Mm. So, but also maybe Link as well. I'd feel very protective, and he has a horse. Oh, I hot. didn't think about Link and a sword. Mm. Yeah, Link didn't make it into my equation, but he's definitely someone you would fuck or or marry. Yeah. yeah. For me, I feel like I'm gonna fuck the ice climbers. Because there's two, but they play on the same team in Super Smash Bros. So I feel like Sophie, they're tiny. No, but we'd be really in sync. And there's an eggplant in that game, so I feel like it's all on topic. Oh my god! Um, I would marry obviously the villager from Animal Crossing because we would plan our little house together, and we'd invite our friends around, and oh, we'd gather apples and help. Good. <laughs> and what's the other one? Kill. Yeah. Mm, Mike Tyson from Punch Out. As no. if you wouldn't kill um, Little Mac. Mm. He's so much more aggressive. Page. Little Mac? He's the guy you play as, right? Yeah, but he's so You want me aggressive. to kill a he's baby? So <laughs> also, I got this here um, for you. Um, Birdo is a character in the Mario series. In mm-hmm. the Japanese version of Mario 2, Birdo is known as Catherine. Nintendo America initially called him uh, a male, like the Japanese games, but later changed it to a female after they realized that the Japanese translation was, uh, he thinks he's a girl and shoots eggs from his mouth. Super Smash Bros. Brawl states that Birdo's gender is intermediate and refers to them as it. Okay. Uh, They had a... I was almost there, and then you said it. Uh, Yeah, this is... I know. I mean... It's it, the fact that a matter is that it's like based on a translation issue or something. It yeah. seems a little. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, People uh, should refer cool. to them as them. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought that's where you were going, and I was I really was there so for too. it. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Nintendo really needs yeah. to revise the pronoun situation there. Change mine. I want to fuck Waluigi. Let's keep talking. <laughs> so, we're a Nintendo in paradise. <laughs> 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 you'd have stars and you'd give them stars at the end. Oh, yeah. that's cute. I like that. Would, Wait, do, yeah. does Banjo and Kazooie fit into this? Because I would marry, I would marry Banjo. 
Okay, I'd fuck Banjo if Banjo. That's a literal bear. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. But is it a package deal? Is it like oh. you can't have one without the other? <laughs> I don't, no, I don't know. Because you'd be having sex, and then his backpack out of his backpack, you would hear like. Ah! He's like a musician. <laughs> <laughs> oh. These are very funny jokes. Maybe. He is a musician. I guess you're right. He you're plays right. banjo. Plays, and the yeah. thing about Banjo Kazooie as well that we are completely forgetting is that Grunty, the poor, poor Grunty, the uh, the hero of this video game series, absolutely destroyed by the patriarchy. Is Grunty the I don't want to say the word, but witch. Yes. In that game. Yeah, Gruntilda. Mm. Yeah. And that's yeah, what Banjo and Kazooie are there to do. Mm. A yeah. hunt. Yeah. Uh, uh, a witch hunt. That's mm. exactly what the game's predicated on. And I'm really sad about it. Hey, can we um mm. can we start talking about The Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> <laughs> Australia one <laughs> episode six. I think we can. Good Great. job, Max. Thank you. Well, Kira gives Daniel a back rub. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, we watch Jared getting increasingly agitated about it. Um, naturally, with eight women and ten men at this point, two of which are Americans, there's a lot of tension in the air. Uh, what could be better to solve that problem than another dude from Bachelor US? This dude, his name is Jared as well. Which Jared <laughs> does not love. Doesn't like it. Um, but the new guy, his name is spelled J-A-R-E-D, even though J-A-R-R-O-D is actually much more R-E-D <laughs> than <laughs> the other one is. Um, but yeah, we should call him American Jared, right? Just for clarity. Yeah, mm-hmm. look, he's not going to last for a while. Oh, wait, no, he is. He hangs around. Let's continue. He sticks around. He just doesn't leave much of an imprint. That's right. Um, yeah, Jared Haybon or something, 29 years old, came fourth on Caitlin's season of Bachelor- Bachelorette US uh, a year before the season, Daniel. Fourth? And- huh? Fourth. Yeah, he came fourth. That's pretty high. That's yeah. not bad. It's no personality from what I can say. Mm. But- yeah, I agree. That appears to be the problem. Um, but yeah, that was a year before the season Daniel and Grant were on. Um, and then he appeared on US Bachelor in Paradise seasons two and three. Without making a meaningful romantic connection with anyone, or really, as we said, leaving much of an imprint on the viewing public. He was right? good friends with Nick Vile, as I recall, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he enters with a date card and is greeted first by Jarrod uh, before meeting the rest of the group. <laughs> uh, Tara has a good quote. She says, Paradise is a sausage fest now, telling Michael, quote, it feels like Bunnings on a Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Really good. oh she says Saturday. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Pretty fun. Um, Grant tells us in In the Moment that Jared, uh, American Jared, is one of the nicest guys he knows. Mm. How lovely. And he does, like, he strikes me as a nice person, but nothing has Mm. really happened here. I also want to note that right at the start of this, before before even Jared enters, Sam says this beautiful sentence. He says, paradise is an ever-changing landscape for broken hearts. Wow. Sam. Uh, he is like, uh, like, has he joined Connor Oberst and the Mystic Valley Band? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I good. think he's going to Connor O burst into tears at one point. <laughs> Love it. Um, so firstly, Megan has a, quote, really average chat with American Jared. He then talks to Ali, who is newly unattached. 
But she says, quote, American Jared seems really gentle and caring and beautiful. It'd be really nice if I did find a spark, but it doesn't seem to be happening. And he then tries his luck with Leah, who is still sort of gaga over Grant. Mm. Um, Meanwhile, Allie reveals to the group that she's actually interested in Grant as well. And she uses Leah's absence as an opportunity to get to know him a little bit. Pretty smart timing. Um, She tells him, I like how you affect me. And they stroll down to the beach together. But then Leah spots them embracing in the water. There's this dramatic crash zoom into their like interlocked hands, which is very funny. Mm. Uh, And Leah's really not happy. Weirdly, she tries to propose a toast to bad decisions with Mac. Who yeah. she just ditched. I found that so weird. Yeah, and he looks like he's been punched in the stomach. I they don't know. show much of it. They should no. have gotten in the moment with him just being like, what was she getting what at was she with doing? That? Yeah, She was saying, like, I sure can pick <laughs> but him. But I was the yeah. property master of her. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he a window cleaner? Uh-huh. a window cleaner. Very good. Mm. Um, yeah, what... yeah, it, the, like, height of... So the dramatic irony kicks off here and it continues right throughout this episode. And this serves as like, it's a little nice entree to what we are experiencing next with Jared and Kira. Um, But first, American Jared approaches Megan at a big group table and offers to take her on a date. And she says, "Um, let's go have a chat. And in the moment she says, on a scale of one to 10, the awkwardness was probably a 9.9999. Uh, she tells him she didn't feel that they had any kind of instant chemistry and she doesn't want to take the opportunity away from someone else. But American Jared really doesn't seem to get the message. They have this awkward little standoff where they're both being too polite to properly say no. And he's kind of just hasn't vibed with anyone else. So eventually she gives in and she was just like, okay, let's do it. It's weird. Very romantic. It's the start of a beautiful love story, right? Mm. It was kind of worth it just to see Jake get uncomfortable. True, yeah. It was I nice could, to see Jake squirm. Yeah. Mm. Well, guess what, guys? It's a boat date. It's our very <laughs> first boat date. Um, their guide tells them the place that they're going is usually reserved for high chiefs on the island, and so once they arrive, they'll be treated like royalty. Pretty cool. Um, they drink a toast to Fiji on the boat before American Jared says, you ever see Jurassic Park? That's kind of exactly what this reminds me of. Now, what do we think he means exactly? Does he... Does I'm guessing maybe he feels like a dinosaur, having been on so many of these, like, super conservative, like, skewing shows and just having kicked around in the Bachelor universe for too long. Like, he's just a walking product of a bygone <laughs> era. You know, is it something like that? I think it's exactly what he meant. Mm. Or maybe it's Good like job. he thinks this episode of Bachelor in Paradise that he's on is g- about to win like three Oscars in <laughs> the 1993 Academy Award. <laughs> <laughs> it could do. Oh, they or they did happen 25 years ago. Um, Megan points out he's using cultural references for lack of anything else for them to bond over. Mm. Which is a good point, And I feel like that's well, a crutch Megan. that a lot of people fall back on. Mm. Um, it's a very pervasive thing to just be a quotes person. I think Sam was guilty of that a lot early on too. Mm. Um, just doing silly voices and stuff, which like, honestly, I don't approve of. <laughs> yeah, like, I was watching this and I was thinking like, I'll have what she's having. You know? Yeah. Like, I was <laughs> yeah. really thinking like, I've, like, watching this, I feel like I'm the king of the world. 
Yeah, and and I feel like Megan kind of had me at hello, <laughs> and um, The Shining. So anyway. The Shining. <laughs> um, it's also because of Megan's religious upbringing, which we've talked about a little bit in the past. She wasn't allowed to watch movies until she was apparently about twenty three years old, which is kind of fascinating. And mm. I don't want to like blow her, her spot up or make it seem like she's a weirdo or anything. But it's not common to have only seen about five movies in her whole life. I think I only know, like, one other person who is similar to that. And his name is Max Quinn. <laughs> Excuse me? Max, how many Godfathers have you seen again? Uh, look, I have seen zero of them. Mm-hmm. What movies have you seen? Can you list them off for us? The Godfathers? No, no just all the movies all you've the seen. All the movies you've oh, seen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, let me Shouldn't think Shouldn't take too this. long. Okay, so I've seen... We've got, we're going short this episode. Right, we need to yeah. fill out some time. I, we do. Um, so, I've seen Remember the Titans. Um, Have you actually seen that? I haven't seen that. I've seen that. Um, okay. I've seen Wayne's World. Oh, you know what? I have seen it, but I just don't remember them. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> what Sorry, a, what, all right, let me think about what the most recent movie that I watched was. Last year... For, I watched Elf for the first time. Max, do you know that I go to the cinemas every week? Do you actually? Sometimes twice a week. Mm. I do actually. I do. I'm a frequent I like to go scoer. one to two times a week as well, as yeah. well as like watching shit ton at home. Yeah. Yeah. I go to the movies at least every week. But how many seasons of Survivor have you watched? <laughs> None. Zero, zero to one. How many years have you been following Ink Master for? No, Max. You oh. don't even have it. Oh, no, you do have a tattoo that you copied off of me. Ah, that's incorrect. I didn't know that I was copying it off of you when I got it. Mm-hmm. It's very milk of you, like anyway. Trick master. <laughs> Maybe you should have think master. Thinked. Oh. oh <laughs> I should have thinked before I opened my fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having trouble today. (laughs) (laughs) There's too much of this show on TV. It drives me fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Rosalina. I forgot about Rosalina. That's who I'd fuck. (laughs) Interesting pick from Pokemon. No, not no, not Rosalia the Pokemon. Rosalina the princess. No one's gonna fuck. Oh, I do know Rosalina. Oh, Zelda. Oh, she's cool because she's chic as well. <laughs> Shing! Now she's a whole new look. I, I, is that what she can do? theme with you, Xavier, that you need to fuck someone who can change constantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Samus Kirby, has got the zero suit. The <laughs> Sometimes Pikachu wears a hat. <laughs> Sorry. I'm very hot and uncomfortable. <laughs> I thought you were wet. Uh, that too. Let us continue. Can I pick Sonic because he's in Smash Bros? (laughs) (laughs) So Nina and Ali have a chat where Nina reveals that she actually hasn't kissed Eden yet, even though they've been pretty much going steady since the first day. Ali says that's a massive sign, although Nina says she just wants to make sure she's going to have a relationship outside of Paradise before she starts getting her smooch She on. wants to kiss outside of Paradise, though. Didn't she say something like she doesn't want to kiss that's, on the island? That's, well, she said um, in particular about Eden that she didn't want to kiss him. Mm. Full mm. stop, which is troubling. 
like she needs to communicate that to Eden because yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's really it's really difficult because she's out here entertaining her options and Eden is being the nicest man in the world who tells Canadian Daniel that he needs to maintain better eye contact. Oh, I love yes. that. We'll get to that. <gasps> I love it. Jared then goes to Nina for advice. I feel like Nina has become a bit of the island's mum. Mm. She, everyone's just kind of like, Nina, help me out of this pickle. I'm a big red man. <laughs> I don't know what to do. He says he's been played and he starts threatening to leave the island. Mm-hmm. <sighs> this is where he truly be? lost me. Yeah. The tantrum. Um, yeah, he, he flips out in a little bit. But um, Nina then talks to Daniel, who says he doesn't care if Jared leaves and it'll be one less guy in the picture. Yep. So really just jumping between two wonderful gentlemen <laughs> here. Nina asks if Daniel cares who he gets his rose from. And he awkwardly tries to guilt her into giving him hers before saying, quote, I want to take that fucking white dress off you. Mm. Doesn't sound good when I say it. Doesn't sound good when he says mm. it. Yeah. Um, Nina has an in the moment. I want to take that fucking Donkey Kong suit off you. <laughs> it's not a suit. <laughs> He's all ape <laughs> from toe to woe. What's <laughs> this podcast? This is the worst episode we've ever done. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> we, this is the worst episode we've ever done, and we recorded an episode at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you this can is still a- pick it up. It's okay. There's still time. <laughs> We're in the crux of like a big emotional moment of the episode. Um, yeah, you're there, right. A, this is the best. Ep- a, yeah. A producer asks her who she's worried about hurting the most with this decision, and she replies, me. I'm worried about me. And then she goes, can we stop? I don't want to do this. She buries her face in her hands. She starts crying. It's really hard to watch. Mm. Which might explain why we're doing more Donkey Kong humor. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is rough. This is like properly emotionally draining TV. Yeah. It was like last week with Tara. Tara had a breakdown as yeah. well and couldn't do it. it. It makes me really anxious for them. I'm like feeling that maybe they're not doing so great yeah like their well-being's not a priority yeah which i'm sure it is a low priority (laughs) honestly but yeah it's a bummer um but i guess it's better than them like hiding it away i don't know no it's bad it's not great i will say though like overall this act act two of episode two is the Mm. best of the series so far we talk about Entertaining. Like, mm-hmm. It's predicated on the delicious, dramatic irony of Jared not wanting to be anyone's number two. Having made Kira his clear and obvious number two the previous episode, you have Jared threatening to leave. Then you have Jared threatening to leave, talking to Nina, who is going through the exact same thing with the exact same man that Kira is tempted by. And then yeah. you have the clear and obvious fact that Jared and Kira themselves are so clearly wrong for each other. It's like it, the layers are wonderful. And mm. it is the best, uh, like, it, like including Nina's breakdown in this also, like, it is the most dramatic and, uh, like, truest to the form reality TV that it gets so far this year. These are the kinds of, like, twists and turns that you, I think we were expecting mm. going into the show, mm. right? Like, that's this is a dynamic that can only be explored in the Paradise 
format mm. where everyone's all intertwined in all these horrible ways and that sort of thing. A lot of it feels real as well. Like, I really believe Eden's feelings towards Me too. Nina. Yeah. yeah. And I really believe Jared's feelings now towards Kira. Like, yeah. even though it's very strange and, like, it took him a kind of a wrong turn to get there and then yeah. he messed it all up, mm. like, I believe his, like, infatuation, at least, with Kira. And I don't know if before I was believing any of the kind of romance on the island. Yeah. It seemed well, I, very yeah. strange. And we were talking a lot about just, like, oh, that's Jared's physical type. And, mm. like, because it's so early, obviously, yeah. and everything's so concentrated in time, uh, it's hard to believe that any of it's real. But some of it does feel very, like, genuine. And you can see people's actual reactions to actual feelings. Yeah. Jared yeah. gives a that's shit. That's what I like about Yeah. yeah. Well, Daniel continues saying more controversial mm-hmm. shit. He says, they call me Geppetto because I make women my puppets, which is like almost the direct opposite of the actual story of Pinocchio, <laughs> if you think about it, because he made a puppet that turned out to be a real person. It's like the opposite direction. Doesn't Gepp- also, like, Ge- Geppetto made the puppet and then he like ran away from him as well. He That's wasn't... true. And then he also got yeah. eaten by a whale. Mm. And there was a fuck island on that story too, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> Inside the stomach of the whale, which ties us right back to uh, the third temple in Zelda, the Ocarina of Time. <laughs> I would fuckable temple. The most fuckable which temple. Which temples would we all? <laughs> I would fu- like Xavier. Fuck I know <laughs> that you would fuck the water temple. All right, it's so wet. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. You get me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like we got so much goodwill from our first couple of episodes. They were like, know. this show's actually kind of progressive. It's pretty cool. It's getting there. <laughs> and it's getting there. That's true. Yeah. Um, so Jared and Kira have a chat about where they stand. Kira has been showing much more interest in Daniel than Jared over the last few days. Although she says she's not 100% certain where her allegiances lie at this point. And this is clearly way too much for Jared to grapple with. He starts arguing with Kira... Um, who is attempting to tell him that he's putting too much pressure on her, but he escalates the situation. He keeps asking things like, how is that true? And he says, like, you're not making the decision. I'm making the decision. And it's very <laughs> petty. It's very immature. And eventually Kira takes off in a huff and Jared does some storming off of his own. And then he says in this, in the moment, Jesus, I hate this part, which is odd when I think about it too much. But uh, yeah, then we watch him, you know, shed a few quiet tears on uh, on camera and thunder rolls in in the background. The thing well. that I think that we should note here, uh, these are mm. his real emotions. Like, we shouldn't be, uh, like, we should be viewing this through the lens of he is experiencing these emotions based on his own experience and understanding of the world. And yes, we know that he can't talk to women and that he doesn't process things like that very well which is, like, not an excuse for him, but what you're experiencing is someone who is incapacitated in some way having a difficult time, and I don't think that should be taken away from him. Mm. No, I think it should be put on the people that put him on the show and in that position. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Because he doesn't have the coping mechanisms to deal with these sorts of situations, which always come up on the show. Yeah, Yeah. so we've seen it now so many times from Jared, and I feel like this season is just going to be full of it again. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like, someone has really, to um, borrow a phrase, I don't know where I got this from, but, like, someone has really pissed in his pot plant here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Grant and Allie continue to pretend that Leah doesn't exist, sitting at a little batchy couch with some champagne to have a quiet chat. 
Uh, and so we're cross-cutting between that and Leah, who is given a lot of room to toss some barbs out. But thankfully, she's targeting Grant instead of Ali, because it is his fault. Kind He's been very... of. Like, I, some of the things that she says about Ali are pretty inexcusable. Yeah, she's terrible to Ali. Yeah. Is she? What did she say about Ali? She I don't remember. She calls her plastic. Yeah, she, she said she called her Barbie. She said, um, I don't oh, see no. what's so are great about forget- her other than that everything is big. Are we forgetting that she was talking about what their children would look like and it would be oh, some yeah, sort of weird Did I miss all this? Experiment? I think you did. Yeah, I what think you have. I wish that you had the exact quote mm. because I don't want to fuck it up, but it was something like, I don't get it, like why they're together, why they're, you know, Grant and Ali are together. Imagine their children. It's like some weird fucked up science experiment. Mm. That's essentially what it was because he's, uh, and I, I remember this, he, she called him tall, dark and caramel. And he called her. Yes. Blo- she called her blonde plastic Barbie. Yes. I think I missed a whole segment or yes, something. Yes, it was so fucked up. Whoa, that's and pretty nasty. messed up. It was gross. Well, I mean, yeah. So Leah, she sort of excels in these villain roles, right? Like that's kind of what she did the first. But that time would around. felt real as well. Mm. This is what's it really scary. Mean. Like yeah. that didn't feel like uh, the producers fed that to her, or like she's being like Daniel, and it's like I'm going to say this to be controversial. Like mm. that felt so real. Like that hatred. That, like, I don't know. Mm. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, it's different even to Daniel playing the villain uh, Mm. in the sense that, like, this is just pure malice coming through. It Mm. was, yeah. I must have stepped out of the room or something. This is my whole shit. This is your job. (laughs) This is my whole thing. Yeah, and I was too busy researching Super Smash Brothers characters. Is going to be making the apology next episode. Is it you're going to do it? No, it's you. Oh, I was close. Um, we watch <laughs> we watch as Grant and Allie share their first kiss. And then we watch as they share their second kiss. And they do it a lot. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. It's steamy. There's a couple of kisses this episode. Yeah, it's pretty wet. I'm telling you. <laughs> and like there hasn't been a lot of kisses. Have there... Who's kissed? There have been one or two yeah. so far, like per week. Flow. Yeah. Who cares? They're gone. Yeah. I don't even think about her anymore. Kira, at this point, has gravitated back to Jared. Ugh. A situation described by Luke as, quote, one big mess. Um, and Kira, sort of out of nowhere, she says she's had an epiphany. Um, saying that she is scared to admit she actually really likes Jared. They're a hot mess. Yeah. They really are. I do not understand. <laughs> yeah. We watched the two of them share a kiss as well, which is just fine. At this it point, looks like what you expected it to look like, I guess. Yeah, exactly that. Like At this point, I'm like, finally, okay, mess sorted. They, at the very least, have got their shit sorted out. They got there in a weird way, but yeah. whatever, let's keep going. And they can figure it out between the two of them mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Funnily, after the kiss, Jared goes bright red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Daniel overlooks this and sees that Kira is unavailable. So he takes a moment to talk with Lorena, which also catches some attention. Who? Sorry. He, uh, what was it? What was, did I say it wrong? Lenora. Ah, my mistake. Mm. I apologize. Yeah. Um, yeah. Daniel's really spreading himself around, um, (laughs) playing the villain role. I mean, that's what you do if you want to cause trouble, right? Mm. Um, I love Lorena. I think she's my favorite character now. She's really good. good. Yeah. She's she's really, she just like, she's, she's quite nice to people, Mm -hmm. but she's very like sure of herself and she 
doesn't let anyone walk all over her. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I learned an interesting fact. I forgot to mention this previously, but uh, did anyone notice Blake had really braids? shitty braids in his hair? Do you hair? think she did I that? Did as not like see I that. found out she did do that, and it was as payback for him getting <laughs> the name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she gave him these disgusting little tiny little braids at the front and of his fringe, and then dumped him. And then yes, and unpacking. Pretty great. Fuck That's yeah. great. I, I mean, love her. I, I wanted worse for Blake, but I'll accept that, you know? I love her. He's got, like, yeah. the worst is yet to come for him. Yes. Uh, let's hope. <laughs> um, the next day, we see a conversation between Kira and Daniel, or at least we hear one. This is this really weird scene where the two of them enter a hut, which is being filmed from about 50 meters away. Just like sort of the. They haven't cyclone. filmed once inside the hut. They you have. told me. We've seen bits of footage. Where? I've seen it, and I've heard in interviews that they have cameras in there as well. What yeah, I've fuck? seen it too. Um, uh, so Lorena and Blake were cuddling. On. Yeah, I don't understand why they couldn't show mm. this. Um, we're treated to... I think the reason we're not shown it is so that they can clip together the audio to say anything, and they don't uh, have to line it up with mouth movements. Because we get this like sort of unclear subtitled audio where Daniel says, I heard you kiss Jared last night. Guess you've decided who you want. To which Kira says, I haven't, now that the cameras aren't here. And then just literally a bunch of, like, kissy sound effects. Well, the subtitle literally says kissing. Yeah, it says kissy sound effects a la Bachelor of Hearts podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, in some more very chopped up audio in Kira's In The Moment, she says, I don't want to disrespect Jared, but you just got to go for it, you know? A girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. Now, Kelly, you're a girl. (laughs) Do you have to kiss Daniel? Is that what we're taking from a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do? Yeah, do you have to kiss Daniel? You don't. Yeah. I want to let every girl know. (laughs) Thank you. It's important to have your perspective on this. I feel like not only that Daniel, but any sort of Daniel in your life. True. You don't have to kiss them. Actually, if you see the kid from Damn Daniel. Any Daniel. No, if you see the kid from Damn Daniel... You have to give him a little kiss on the shoes. No. You do. You actually have to. No, I'm telling... It's a new law. I'm telling every girl they don't have to kiss... They don't gotta kiss any Daniel. No, you don't have... Well, I mean, yeah, you don't have to kiss (laughs) Daniel, but you have to kiss his shoes. You don't. Because he's back out of the game with the bands. Agree to disagree. Unless it's Daniel... Radcliffe. Radcliffe. (laughs) Ah, There you go. You have to kiss his shoes? The hot Daniel. Yeah. Soon after, Kira decides to chat to Jared again, where she reveals, I woke up this morning and I've just been thinking about things and I just don't know if it's there for me with you. And, uh, yeah, it's really out of nowhere. Roller coaster. Yeah. um, She says she feels better for having cleared the air with him and they go their separate ways. Uh, Jared points out that Kira dropped her lipstick and he picks it up for her and she says, See, you're such a gentleman. To which he replies, yep, and I'm going to use that gentleman-likeness on another girl. Because that's what you've got to do. If you have a good quality, it's only measured by how you can use it to get affection from someone that's else. That's right. Oh. Also, using it on another girl. <laughs> I'm going like, to go gentleman right. the shit like, out of exactly. her. Where's Apollo? Yeah. <laughs> Where is he? Leah reveals to Jared that Kira and Daniel shared a secret kiss, and then Leah has this to say about him in the in the moment. Jared's face when he found out that Daniel and Kira had a kiss, his red-o-meter goes way off. Like, I've seen sunburnt Jared, but this is a whole new shade. 
Shut up, Leah. <laughs> That's my joke. <laughs> we get mean. to talk about it. She's yeah. being mean. Um. Yeah. Anyway, Osha arrives. Remember? Oh yeah, Osha from TV. He's up for a Logie. Um. He reveals the rose ceremony will be tonight. He reminds them it's the women's choice. And we cut to a little bit more like strategic chat that I think is quite good. Lorena tells Kira and Nina that she will give her rose to Daniel, but he's fair game if anyone else wants to pursue him as well, with the knowledge that all three of them are interested in him. It's kind of strange to have a chat like that with other people that you know are interested in the same person. I mean, but it's good to have a chat like that. Yeah. It's better than hiding it and, like, keeping it inside. Mm. Exactly, because they could be playing off each other in a really negative way, but here it seems kind of like... Open. We're all in this for the same kind of goals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Lorena Um, seems like that kind of person where she's not here to fuck around. Yeah, she doesn't want to cause a whole ripple, like a rift between the whole... Yeah. She calls it as she sees it, and I like that about her. Yeah. Um, so there's a general desire for the Australians to stick around and for the Americans to go home, um, which makes so sense. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> like every time they were talking about like the American men and the Australian men and the mm. Australian women, I just felt so strange about it. Yeah, it is odd. And there's, there's a lot of talking about like, uh, Australian, wi- like generalizations made about. It was like the theme of the yes. whole episode. Yeah. They're just people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was very weird. Like Australian women are so sweet and innocent. It's like, yeah, and they're being corrupted. Like, Have you not heard uh, Land Down Under by Men at Work? <laughs> women blow and chunder. Okay, that's, true. that's not. <laughs> and Australian men aren't so innocent either because they steal a uh, flute part from uh, Kookaburra. It's an old gum tree. Yeah. I guess that's my stance on this issue. They're Scottish. <laughs> Who? Irish? Colin Hay and the rest of men? No, they yeah, can't be. No, they are. I'm so sorry. They come, No, wait. They come from uh, which land? Not the land down under. A land up above? Yeah. Northern this is Hemisphere. This a big scoop. I've never heard this. Yeah, Colin Hay. Doesn't Colin Hay tour here like every year? Yeah, because of the land down under. Uh, yeah, he's Scottish Australian, so he comes from Scotland. This makes sense now. Now the more mm. I think about it. Wait, his music has been frequently used by actor and director Zach Braff in his Scottish work, Australian. which helped a career rebirth in the mid-2000s. Holy shit. He's Scottish-Australian, so he was born in Scotland but grew up in Australia? He moved to Australia at age 14. Okay, there good. you go. Good mm. to- <laughs> hey, let's keep going. <laughs> Colin Hay is for horses. <laughs> uh, I feel uh, like all these tangents are my fault. No! no. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Can you imagine how bad it would be if I just read the fucking script the whole time? <laughs> like, I wasn't going to say anything, mm, but bad. Bad. <laughs> oh, I know what we're up to, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Daniel asks Kira, who appears to be quite warm and hot mm. and stuff. He's like, oh, you're warm. Am I making you warm? And she's like, oh, haha, maybe. And then he goes... Do I make you moist? Uh. Which uh, we should talk about it because it's a loaded term. <laughs> and yeah, I think I, people have a big problem with it. I think people understand what it means. Yeah. It's gross. Where do we all stand on that word? It's really, it's one of those words you're just not meant to say, right? I don't know. Mm. Look, it's, so the word itself, I don't know if we've talked about this before. How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. Ted Mosby, it's his like least favorite word. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah so that's like where the, like, the lexicon and like the reintroduction of like this oh. is a gross word comes from. Right, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, as a word, I think that it is fine to describe, uh, like, it's a fine adjective. Sponge cake! Yes, absolutely. Describe That's how brownies. you want it! Yeah. Fudge brownies. Hmm. In this case, Daniel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's mm. not it's him playing it. the villain again because yeah. he knows that that word may has he knows like that controversy clip. around it. He knows that clip is like, going to get talked about on Bachelor podcast. He just podcasts. wants to be talked about, and mm-hmm. I'm furious about it. Yeah, you're right. We shouldn't be giving him the time. If of you want to get talked about, be a hot ma- magician. <laughs> True. Just do that. It's not that hard. <laughs> like that's hard. That's what I do. <laughs> I make podcast magic every week, <laughs> sometimes twice. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um... <laughs> Eden confronts Daniel to tell him that Nina is the reason he's still there, saying, quote, if you feel like that's not a path you want to go down, I suggest you pull off that rather than toy her along. If this is a game for you or if this is just another series, which mm. I think is fucking good. Mm. He Eden brings the heat. This. Yeah. Love Eden. He was, was so really just brave and honest. Yeah. And Daniel's body language suggests that he's not engaging with this conversation or taking this feedback on board. So Eden calls him out on it. He's like, I'm all about communication and speaking man to man. And you need to work on your eye contact, he obviously. Does. Obviously. I love that. Rules. The like Think- the and you need to work on your eye can- contact, great. The mm-hmm. obviously took it from like <gasps> yeah. a pretty disrespectful slam dunk to oh, the perfect. most disrespectful dunk of all time. Yeah. He's so fully twisting the knife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's about it. We go to the rose ceremony. Let's see who couples up with who, right, guys? It was good. We had a lot of nice uh, narration from Luke ahead of the rose ceremony as well. And I think that Luke has become a really good and consistent narrator because he and uh, Lisa appear to be pretty set and solid as a couple. Mm. So he's like become this quite de facto kind of, uh, this is the lay of the land. And as much as he's a little bit... Um, or was a little bit, I believe, out of line to be like, well, Leah's my property in the previous episode. Lisa. Yeah. He, at the very least, Lisa, is serving yeah. as a reasonable and quite reliable and honest narrator. Yeah. Um, he looks a bit like Gareth Lydiard. He does. That's my hot take. Hmm. I think he's becoming a little bit of the island dad. Yes. So what you're saying is that Luke and Nina should get together as mum and dad? What I'm saying is Luke and Nina fucked and they had a baby and it's an island called <laughs> Paradise. <PG>. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bad episode. No, it's um, great. I love it. <laughs> I Luke, feel like Luke we've said fucked too many times. Yeah. <laughs> is Luke and so is Luke and Nina's baby the island? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they didn't birth the other contestants. They came on. Yeah, they just people. Or do they birth does Osha come with the island? <laughs> Do you come with the car? <laughs> <laughs> if you were to buy Fiji, <laughs> I don't like this. Do you get Osha? So, yeah. like, they throw in a free Osha, yeah. Luke and Nina fucked. <laughs> and then they had an island called Paradise. And then the and island on of that Paradise island had... of Paradise, there were characters <laughs> like Sawyer and Hurley and Desmond oh. and Juliet. Wait, is this a callback to that one episode of that last podcast you did, Kelly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it yeah. is. All right. Rose ceremony. How dare you? <laughs> Leah picks Michael. 
fine. Would you say that we're going back to the island? <laughs> yeah, if we could just get back to the island for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody tagged them in. <laughs> um, Tara picks Sam. That seems to make sense based on these episodes. Lisa picks Luke. Pretty stable couple. Allie picks Grant. I guess that makes sense. They've been clicking for a little while. Mm-hmm. Nina picks Eden. Few, yeah. not Michael. My Thank heart goodness. was racing. Daniel? I, went, I was feeling the same way. And Lorena picks American Jared. Daniel's face. Yeah. Oh, it was classic in this So moment. this is a great, another great like freeze frame moment in mm. the rose ceremony because um, uh, Lorena's got this icy stare on her face as well. Um, and we hear a bit of narration in voiceover where Lorena says, quote, Towards the end of the cocktail party, Daniel sits there and he looks at me and he says the most slimy, chauvinistic, derogatory comment. And I realize that this guy's not having a healthy effect on the environment and uh, says, you give me the creeps, mate. Love I that. I wonder what it what, could, so what did he say? Because like he was throwing out such terrible shit the whole time. I'm wondering yeah. like what is standing out so much. Exactly. And that's what I was talking about at the start was that he's making these women physically uncomfortable yeah. and just being really disrespectful to them. You have two options here. One of the options is that they didn't catch it on camera. The mm. other option Seems is fake. that what he said was so gross that it wasn't airable in an yeah. 8.30 p.m. PG time slot. Which almost wouldn't shock me when I consider the differences between U.S. Bachelor in Paradise and Australian Bachelor in Paradise. I think even as salacious as we're finding some things on this show, mm. the American one is so much more like uh, tabloidy True. and trashy yeah. and seemingly more accepting. I mean, they would bleep it probably, but they would still really eat up the like hideous content. You I know? think what he said was so bad that they didn't air it. Mm. Realistically, they have cameras everywhere and they knew that it was a thing. They're so it gonna... is a safe assumption. Yeah. They're not going to miss something said at a cocktail party. Yeah. And they had the rest of that conversation. Mm. Or do you think it was like in passing right before the rose ceremony? Even then, there's cameras around. They got mics on and stuff. Yeah. That's I feel true. Like at that if point of the on night. Kira, yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, Megan picks Jake. Um, and this leaves Kira to choose between the dreads. Um, <laughs> she, she settles on Jarrod. Which means we have to say farewell to Mac, Daniel, and thank God, Blake. So long. Good riddance. All of you. Yeah, Good. I mean, we, yeah, we we touched on this already. I don't think mm. we're going to miss any of them too much. No. Mac maybe had a chance to redeem himself, but no. it's no, just a bit of a, non, a yeah. non-guy. And that's basically it. We get a little flash forward of next time, um, which I think just aired while we were recording. <laughs> and we'll be releasing another episode probably pretty soon. But Elora is finally joining the fray, uh, and she appears. The band? Yeah, she's joining the band, the fray. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody um, knows she's in over her head. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fray all come to the island. That's it. And they play a live show for everyone. No, um, Elora. It looks like she's gonna ask Megan on a date. Cute. Which I'm is interesting because we thought maybe Megan would be forced to do that to someone else or whatever. It's like no, maybe Elora's down to clown. You know. Well, not what I mean, but, you know. <laughs> not clown. We don't mean Sometimes, clown. Max, you, you miss the faces I pull at Xavier when he says something stupid. <laughs> I think you can hear it. <laughs> you can, can hear it in the silence. Yeah, you so. can absolutely. <laughs> uh, also, Simone shows up, which has been long. I'm really excited about Simone. Yeah. Remind me uh, who Simone is. 
She's British. She is the oh, one that British they Simone. they definitely set up to look like the biggest ass in that one episode of Maddie J. I mean, like throughout it. But mm. remember, like I recall, they give her ballet slippers. Yeah, yeah. And she never did ballet, and she had to make up a story about it. And then they had her photo printed on a shirt, and they photoshopped her hair to look red so she looked yeah. like she was ginger when she was a child but she like oh. i feel like they just tormented her <laughs> yeah yeah but i love she her. pissed somebody off on the she, staff yeah or something. so yeah. i don't know and she was she's like i'll come back for a second crack at this she's a bit of a walking disaster so i'm really <laughs> ready for it well speaking of a walking disaster they're also teasing kira goes on a quote rampage <laughs> so that'll be interesting <laughs> i feel like maybe jared might like simone Interesting. Oh, interesting. I can see it. I can see it too. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, your, what are your predictions? Mm, my, I predict... The problem with doing predictions or is... Or maybe Jake. Ah, uh, Jake and Simone. Mm, I'm going to predict this. I'm going to predict a kiss between Alora and Megan. Yes. Yep. Um, I am going to predict that uh, seeing as this time the men have the power, Jared will pick Kira. Uh-huh. And I think that the reign of Jared, J-A-R-E-D, will be short-lived. Yeah, I don't see him sticking Mm. around too much longer. But the reign may continue making this, and I am just sort of like working up to this term. I think it might be Wet Island. I think you're talking um, about wet and wild water (laughs) (laughs) land? What is that called? Wet and wild water world. Yeah. Wet and wild, wild, wild. Wet and wild, wild water wild, wild, world. Well, yeah, like at least at the very least at the moment, I'm sure that we can say that it is kind of like we are living the life aquatic by Wet Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Thank you. I like it. Thank you. Um, all right. Look, we better wrap it up. This has been. It's felt like it's a long one. It's been a hot mess. <laughs> it's been a real what? Kira and Jared of an episode, right? Yeah, but you guys both are royal ten and bombs. Hey, thanks so much, and I love dogs. <laughs> 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 Next time, I think we should rush. I more. love paradise. Hmm. No. No, I see where you're going. Mm-hmm-hmm. Paradise I love. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, well, yes, we should. I mean, please take the time now so to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate how you look me in the eye as you make a mistake. <laughs> I don't know where else to look. This is my favorite thing. Um, of course, we did come here to make friends. <laughs> Uh, please find us on social media at BOHpod or mm. Bachelor of Hearts um, and, and share the podcast with your friends. Give us a review on iTunes, that sort of thing. We More importantly, it. let us know yeah, we are which Nintendo right. character you would fuck, fuck marry, marry and or, kill. Or, or, yes, and or kill. Yes. Yeah. Um, In your review. If you write yes. fuck doggy. Oh call. my God. Yeah. I need to. Yeah. Literally yeah. just write like fuck Ness. Uh, I don't know. Wario, marry Wario. I know that was a bad one to choose. He's a little boy. (laughs) He's a boy. Uh, (laughs) Baby Mario and Diddy Kong. Uh, Oh, oh Diddy Kong. Yeah, yeah, Diddy Kong. Okay. Felt. Yeah. Well, Dixie, she can flap around. Excuse. I don't know. I'm just trying to remember the characters. What's the little King K rule? What's the little weird astronaut from um, Pikmin? Oh, Olive, Oliver, Ollivander? Yeah, no, Oli- 
Ollivander is Ollivander's wand from Harry, Harry Potter. Harry Potter wand, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just still recovering from you wanting to kill Fox. What the fuck's wrong with you, man? I would just, like, uh, look, you know that as a Wes Anderson devotee who has seen all of his movies and knows everything about them, that sure. I can't have a competitor to the Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen no Wes Anderson movies. No, it's fine. Um, you're doing fine. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. Um, and listeners, I love you. Kelly, I love you. It's all wonderful. Thanks so much for stopping by again and mm. listening to our wonderful podcast, which, as you know, is very good. And wonderful. And, and very wonderful. Oh, like, but also it's good that you know that in the, knowledge, in the full knowledge that you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, I realized that we've done a few episodes now without thanking the person who did our new art. Which oh, is yeah, very let's rude talk about that. Oh, I'm really glad yeah. we've gotten to the end of the two hour episode and been like, let's now talk about <laughs> Michaela. Um, thanks, Michaela, for doing our art. I think it's beautiful. It's really cool. You yeah. captured all of our essences in a wonderful way. I had specifics, <laughs> I had to look more cute than you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Max, that, really? And then you had to have your specific frame of glasses mm-hmm. um, up to date. Yeah. And Max, it just didn't matter, really. Max, you have so many photos of yourself on the internet that it was actually quite easy. Yeah, it's fine. And you have I'm a sure. very consistent look mm. as well. Like the thing with Xavier, problem that I found. Just rock so many different styles. Yeah, I'm always changing with mm, modern fashions. You, you, yeah, I think you've got like a good side of your face and a bad Holy side of your face. Holy shit. Oh, wow. But anyway, it was really hard. Which side? <laughs> We'll find that out next week. Oh, my God. (laughs) We'll be back in a few days uh, with another episode. We haven't worked out when yet, but just stay tuned. Don't unsubscribe. We love you. Take care of yourself, and let's listen to the end theme song together. Bye. I have to put it in later. Bye.